This episode of Another Great Day is brought to you by Feet, the original shoe. It's Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. I'm Aaron, and this is my brave, stunning, and wonderful co-host, Chris. Hello! (laughs) And we'd like to welcome you back to another great day. Hey, Chris, man, I I have to ask you, and I don't mean to, I, I hate interrupting the show right off the bat, but what are we doing way down here? We're going to look for treasure. Oh my gosh, I hope the light on my hat doesn't go off. I'm kind of scared of the dark, and we're pretty deep down underground in this mine shaft. Uh, well, I guess the good news is I recently checked my bank account, and I am fresh out of treasure, so maybe we can find some new treasures. Um, well, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, I think maybe the treasure was in our hearts all along. Are you trying to say maybe the treasure is the friends we made along the way? <laughs> That's right. The <laughs> well, let's get out of here. Along the way. Hit the button on the elevator, man. Let's get out of here. All right. Well, hooray for friends. Um, well, in between a good treasure hunt, you might find something small or something large. Maybe you're panning for gold or you're taking a pickaxe and chipping away, looking for rubies and emeralds or maybe even diamonds. I know out there we got a few Minecraft players. And so I know you sometimes you kids like to karate chop woods and wood and stone and find all sorts <laughs> of weird diamonds in there. But this isn't like that. This is the real world. So 1905, January 25th, the world's largest diamond is found. Yep. On January 25th, 1905, at the Premier Mine in Pretoria, South Africa, a 3,106 carat diamond is discovered during a routine inspection by the mine's superintendent. It weighed 1.33 pounds and it's christened the Cullinan. It was the largest diamond ever found. That's amazing. 3,000 carat. Wow. It's a lot of pressure. Well, the only experience I have with diamonds is that I cannot afford them. How about you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, we inherited one for the wedding ring that I made for my wife. You made a ring? We yep we had inherited the diamond and then I had the ring fashioned around it. Wow! Um, wow! Was it the one ring to rule them all? It was um, <laughs> one one ring to rule our marriage. That's right. <laughs> and oh, now it's awesome. my my wedding ring. This is totally off track. Uh, I got one of those just generic, plain looking metal bands of that were gray. But in my work, I carry and lift lots of things. So I got a rubber wedding ring, and now I wear it, and I carry my actual wedding ring in my pocket on my keychain. Oh, that's so cool! Yep, I've lost, um, lost or broken five wedding rings in our almost fifteen years of marriage. So, whoa, yes, it's it's not great. I'm not proud of it, but luckily there were no diamonds, rubies, or ancient artifacts, no Faberge <laughs> eggs or Ming vases attached to my ring so that's good all right well this next segment is called the question of the day and if you're new to this we'll ask the question encourage you to stop down and answer this question with those around you we'll give you about 10 seconds to answer and if you need more time feel free to pause the show and come right back all right today's question is 
what is your favorite time of day? All right, welcome back here. We hope you had a good time with that. Chris, what's your favorite time of day? My favorite time of day does not happen every day. Ooh, that's right. Go on. It is in the morning um, when I have rested appropriately and I do not feel super tired from just life. But uh, yes, the morning time when I've had enough sleep and I feel like a real human, mm. which happens some days, probably like once a week, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my favorite time of the day. In the morning, I'm alert and productive and can be creative and thoughtful and figure things out. Uh, by after by lunchtime, I'm starting to slip down a slope. And then by three o'clock, I feel like my brain is in the doldrums. Oh, no. Take, get out of there. Get talk and run. And I have to stand up or move around and get my brain going again. Mm. Take a brain break, as a kid say these days. A brain break. We used to call those islands of sanity. My buddy Ben Mayer and I, we'd go, do you need an island of sanity? Yes. Let's go do something fun together. Uh, well, my favorite time of day is not the morning, although I do like mornings. My favorite time of day is right around three, four o'clock, especially when I'm working from home, because that's what time I hear the back door open and I hear my kids and wife come in. And so I always enjoy, especially when I'm working from home, getting to at least wave to them if I'm on a, a conference call or something like that and see their faces. And it also means the day of work is almost over. And if I've done my job right, then I get to enjoy a good, fun afternoon with family and or friends. So, well, if you guys have a favorite time of day out there, or if there's a time of day that, I don't know, brings you the most joy, please send that in to us at another great day podcast at gmail.com. Listener feedback. You also can send us a voice memo through the voice app on your or your parents' phone and send that to another great day podcast at gmail.com. We'll be right back with today's word of wisdom. Extra discussion question. Is there anything that you had to ask forgiveness for recently? You had to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. In fact, um, I I apologize to one of my children because I used a pretty stern tone of voice that was not done in love. And I felt convicted about it. You know, I think discipline is from the Lord. We've read enough Proverbs about that. But I think there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And when you let your emotions get the best of you, sometimes you have to just look in the mirror and say, that wasn't right. I need to apologize. And then you do. And you ask God to forgive you. And he does. And he says he throws your sins as far as the east is from the west, which is pretty darn far. So I have a similar uh thing that I had to ask forgiveness for. I just, just only to God really um, about me being quick to anger. So this is, I, I found myself recently. Um, this is the scenario. I walk up the stairs in my house to go do something upstairs. And then I have forgotten something I need to take upstairs. And then I immediately get angry. I'm like, no, oh, I oh. forgot the thing. And it's such a silly thing. It doesn't make no sense. I could just go back downstairs, 
but I get angry at myself for not, you know, and I just say, God, I'm sorry for, for being so quick to anger about unimportant things. Mm. I should have more peace in my life. So boy, um, I bet that resonates with a lot of people. So, um, so today is about our, we're, we're talking about prayer and our time today is about confession. So we're going to go over the, uh, the, our, one of our, one of the ways to pray, the way that I like to pray, uh, the acts method of uh, this little plan. And so Aaron, you have some, take it away. All right. Yes. Here we go. We're going to go over the acts method again. First is adoration. That is uh, telling God how great he is. Next is confession. That's telling God the truth about your sin and figuring out how to repent and asking God to help you repent. The next is Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's thanking <laughs> God for what he does and, and what he gives. And last but not least is supplication. <laughs> asking God for something. So when we ask specifically ask for something. Uh, so today, ACTS. Good job. ACTS. So today's is about confession. Um, oh. And Aaron, you want to help explain it away? All right. Confession time. Today, we're talking about being honest with God, about us wanting to do things our way instead of God's way. So sin is when we choose to do things our own way instead of following God's plan. It's not just about our actions, but it's about our hearts. We can't fix our own hearts, but God can. It's like when we say sorry to our friends. We tell God we're sorry too, and we ask for forgiveness. Jesus already took care of our sins with his death and resurrection, so we can come to God with broken hearts, and he helps fix them. Some examples of confession and prayer include saying, I'm sorry, God, for not sharing my toys with my friends today, or saying, I'm sorry for being rude to my brother or sister. Or asking God to help us be kinder and more patient. Kind of like what we just talked about when we confessed some examples of times that we've asked for forgiveness. So just like in Psalm 131 through 4, we can ask God for help. Listen to his voice. Remember he forgives. So let's confess and start fresh. Well, we'd like to thank you guys for listening. And if you enjoy the show, please take a few seconds to subscribe to our show and leave a review. It really helps us as we grow. And with that, we're going to bring our show to a close. We hope you make it another great day. I think escalators are pretty awesome. They're, they're so weird. It's just stairs that are moving. Yeah. We were in a hotel this weekend or this week for a sales kickoff at work and the escalator had gone down, uh, stopped moving. And so they, they sectioned it off so that you couldn't go up it. And I thought to myself, well, this is like that Mitch Hedberg joke, like escalator that's broken just turns into stairs. I said, madam, I don't mind just using this, these as stairs. She says, no, no, no. You have to use the elevator. I think, I think his joke had the sorry for the inconvenience sign in front of it. And he's like, it, no, this is convenient. This is stairs. This is this makes no sense. I told a buddy, I said, there's two types of people. All right. There's the people who get on the escalator and just stand. And there's the people who get on the escalator and still use it as stairs. What kind of person are you?
It depends. I've been on many of these things throughout time. And in Europe, lots of, and I guess in the U.S., lots of airports have the walkway escalator-y things. Yeah, the, the people like, movers. It's like, yeah, extra ground, fast ground. It makes yes. no sense also. But on most of those, I want to walk. So yes. I think I'm a mover. Uh, and most people will move to the side. They know the etiquette. It's true. It's Not just all. like driving. Yep. I've, I've had but, that going. Whenever I almost missed my flight from uh, from Denver to North Carolina, um, I was my flight was leaving in 30 minutes and I was still in downtown Denver needing to get to Denver International Airport. And by the grace of God, I got there. But boy, I hit those people movers at a full sprint. I was I look like Sonic the Hedgehog. It was just a blur. So the one thing that is this is one of the reasons why I don't just stand there. This is my beef with all escalators and people movers. Let's hear the it. handrail is never the same speed as the uh, floor. That's interesting. You put your elbow on it and you're like being dragged along or you're being like pulled backwards. You become a very fancy, fancy man as you're leaning over <laughs> yes. conversations with people. Hello. Well, hello there, madam. Hello, wife. Yeah. <laughs> Child, I'm going to fall on you. That's pretty much someone catch me. Oh, have you ever have you ever run on one of those before? And then you hit the carpet and it's a shock to your system. No, that's how- that. Sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, it was not a great idea. Didn't fall though. I kept I kept it I kept it between the buoys. 